Okay. Hello and welcome to How Do You Drew? This is a Drew Barrymore podcast brought to you by thedrewzm.com. I'm Ashley. And I'm Anne. And welcome to our first episode ever. Yay! Yay! It's been a long time coming. <laughs> yes, we've talked about this for years. And then at least the last year, we've been trying to actually <laughs> lock it down. And now we're really, truly, it's happening. We're it's really happening. doing it. It's ha- we're recording it. We're, this is happening. So on today's episode... We are going to kind of introduce how we became Drew fans, um, but also the year that we both became Drew fans, 1998. We're going to do a little bit of a year in review. So much happened in Drew's career. So much happened in Drew's career that we were witnessing at the time. Um, And so, yeah, I think we should just start with how we became Drew fans. Yeah, because there are probably people who aren't familiar with us. So not only... To talk about how we became fans but we'll also discuss how we met each other and how we became friends uh because that also happened eh, pretty maybe close the very yeah, yeah maybe more 99 but close enough <laughs> yeah yeah um okay and do you want to tell your story about how you became a fan first yeah sure um so my first recollection of knowing who drew barrymore was um was my first time seeing the movie scream um and i didn't have the only impact i really had was just kind of a recognition of her i didn't really it wasn't like super fandom at that point it was just like oh yeah that's drew barrymore cool she's at the beginning of this movie how unexpected um and i didn't it didn't make it a super impact um but then um seeing the wedding singer which i didn't see until after it came out i'm going to say on video even though i know that's not what people say (laughs) No, it was on video then. I know, I know, but just now. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, so when it came out on video, um, I remember seeing it and having a distinct moment of recognizing her, like, adorable aura. Mm. And um, and I watched it with my high school boyfriend. Hi, George, if you're listening for some reason. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was watching it with him and kind of around the same time I had noticed he had a picture of her in his wallet and that kind of piqued my interest and I was like oh cute this is like Drew Barrymore with do red hair do you remember what photo shoot it was because I do <laughs> um I don't my recollection is oh you're thinking it was Playboy no no actually not uh it was a 98 photo shoot and it was those the one that was in that um I think it was like LA Times magazine well, so the, I don't think that's what he had in his wallet. I think oh, he, I think okay. he had a picture from, and now I'm not remembering which um, premiere it was, but it's when Drew had red hair and she has like a burgundy purplish dress. Oh, okay. Everyone says, I love you. Yes. So I remember it being a picture from that premiere, oddly okay. enough. Um, I don't know where I got that other information in my brain but okay go on (laughs) but um the only other thing i can really say is that i remember not really actively collecting on drew until later that year around the time that ever after was being promoted and one of the first things i remember getting and collecting was the la times magazine so maybe that's maybe that's why that's in your mind inflated that in my head that's so funny yeah so um So that's the first thing I remember collecting and putting on my binder at school was the LA Times (laughs) bag. Um, 
so yeah, that kind of introduces kind of time-wise and what kind of piqued my interest. Um, yeah. So what about you, Ashley? Okay. So mine is a very embarrassingly nineties story where I was watching the Rosie O'Donnell show to see Sugar Ray perform. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> and uh, Drew was the guest. So that was kind of, I mean, I was very aware of who she was already. I um, definitely thought she was like a bad girl. <laughs> I had a copy of Little Girl Lost that my cousin had given to me, like her hand-me-down books older cousin and I thought it was too like scandalous to read so <laughs> I know I was pretty I was pretty good girl <laughs> um so but I thought like she seemed kind of cool but sort of edgy for me which is just hilarious to think about <laughs> now <laughs> but when I saw her on Rosie which she was promoting the wedding singer I thought she was really cute you know kind of I like what you said about adorable aura that's so accurate mm -hmm. so um I used to scan the TV listings in the newspaper every week because that's the only way we knew what was on TV back then. <laughs> and I saw that she was also going to be on David Letterman. It might have even been the same day as the Rosie uh, appearance, but nice. really close. And uh, I stayed up that night just specifically to watch her appearance. And it was kind of like, you know, more and more just like, oh, she's so cool. <laughs> and then I went and saw the wedding singer. And I even wrote in my diary that night about how she was the raddest chick ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a picture of it so we can show everybody. But uh, and that was it. Like, and then I was just like, totally off to the races. And what a good year to be getting into somebody right like yeah huge year in her career oh yeah so much content available even pre-internet well pretty much pre-internet pre so pre -internet yeah the way we know it now um, right and I mean I think that's I definitely remember in 1998 like without a doubt uh, we didn't even have a computer in my house, but I used to sometimes go with my mom to her office and like, <laughs> I would find, I know drew fan sites, like the, you know, there were a couple that yep. were, seemed amazing back then. And I would like print out pictures and information. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's such a funny thing too. Cause thinking back to like early collecting, some of the things were just like printouts in my oh, early yeah. collection like we we've which talked about we this. never would settle for these days no <laughs> no no um do you remember yeah. what the first like magazine you bought or got yeah oh yeah so I mean I think we both and I think a lot of Drewbies can agree with the same thing there's something about Drew where when you were a fan of hers especially back then you collected magazine stuff of her. I don't know yep. if it was because she was just in so many magazines or what, but we all did it. Um, so I had a lot of magazines already. I had a subscription to 17. And then when I started like actively wanting Drew stuff, my friend Angie, hi Angie, gave me all her YM magazines. So I had a lot of uh, materials already. <laughs> <laughs> but the first time I remember buying a magazine because drew was on the cover and again this is all like right at the same time was a movie line the april 98 edition and i found it at blockbuster <laughs> 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 just like, what a time <laughs> 
And yeah, I just remember that the cover, that cover is so beautiful. And I was so excited. It's such a great feature too. It's actually still one of my favorite articles. If I, if you go back and read it, it's got a lot of great information in it, but uh, yeah. So you had the LA times magazine, which is crazy because I don't think that's something that was easy to come across. It was like a one day yeah, it, it just happened to be the thing that I got. <laughs> and it might have, it honestly might have been something as silly as like, I mentioned I liked her to my parents and my dad might have saved it for me. You know, like so supportive. My like, dad would never do that. <laughs> I just, I'm just thinking like, I don't think I was looking through the newspaper. So I don't really, yeah, you are like really me. Where I was every Sunday, like going through USA weekend. Like I was yep. really into that stuff at that time. So yeah. But yeah, that's just like, it's so funny how that year just like it all happened. And I think we could lead from that into how we got to know each other. Yeah. Um, Because we were both, you know, going to fan sites. You were Mm -hmm. way more internet savvy at that time, even though you were younger than me. But you had like full setup at your house for that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had the internet at home from the mid 90s so we kind of had it yeah but it's kind of it's like an interesting thing to think about like early digital collecting and i'm only mentioning this because of how (laughs) how like incredible our digital collection is now our show through digital digital library um and just thinking about like saving pictures to the oh my gosh and i think i was (laughs) such a flashback i okay this is so cringy but I used to, so I'd save photos from websites. And then if they had a watermark, like, do you remember that one weird watermark that was like almost like a weird black sun? Yes. In the corner? Yes, yes. Yes. I would then open paint because I didn't have any other photo editing and like try to cover the watermark in paint <laughs> for all my Drew photos. Oh my God. I haven't thought about this in a long time. I hope that some, for, I, I don't think you do, but like somehow if you have one oh, saved that you, I wish I did. Over. I wish I had that, that stuff so badly. And I wouldn't be surprised if there were some photos back then that don't exist on the internet anymore that have been lost. You no know? kidding. No kidding. Uh, I hate thinking about it. But... I feel like we're already going down a rabbit hole. Just thinking about yeah. like, so <laughs> let's kind of, let's take a step okay. back yep. and let's talk about, <laughs> let, let's talk about like, so we've, we've kind of gone, like we've tried to figure out what our first connection was in the Drew world. And I'm um, pretty certain I know what it was. So I remember an AOL drew newsletter yes. and, and seeing like i don't know if it was your name or your like it would have been it, email would it have been daisy princess no it's even older than that so i had like a tinkerbell <gasps> hotmail that i used to check in the yearbook office at school when i was a senior oh my god <laughs> and oh my god that newsletter it was so simple but i was so excited every time a new one came through so, I really wonder who ran that. So I just realized I have no idea who ran it, but also all I remember about it at this point is that there was like a trivia portion yes. or something. And that's how we, our names would have ended up in the newsletter. Yeah. Like if you, exactly if you got right. the answer right. So I think we, I don't know if we, we obviously wouldn't have connected at that point, but this probably would have been, my guess is it was late 98, early 99. It's exactly when it was. Okay. Sure. So there we go. So we're at, you know, really close to having started like actively realizing we were huge fans of this beautiful person. Yeah. And um, and you were soda poppers. Yes. Yeah, so I would have been soda poppers. <laughs> so 
sodapoppers at AOL.com, which was not That's my so first email address, but it was the one that I had in eighth grade. Oh my <laughs> so, God. Yeah. So, and it was an AOL. You said And I mail, wonder so how we even circled back and made that connection later on. I, I, I don't know, but, but, um, I have a feeling it might've been something with I might the have just record. Yeah. I, I might've just record. I might've just recognized your soda popper name. And I think I don't want to speak out of turn. I might have one printed out copy of that newsletter. <laughs> I have to look. Oh my That'd God. Cool. I wish really I did. Cool. But yeah, I, I hope I, whoever I, ran it hears this and messages us and knows like what an impact it made. <laughs> yeah. So let's kind of like hop to, I don't know when we would have joined the the news, sorry, message board. Yeah. That we okay, actually so, kind of, yeah. So go ahead. And if you want to like jump into that. All right. So all late nineties droobies pretty much should all be familiar with the grapevine, right? Like, I, I mean, we we're all there. I mean, <laughs> any of the ones that we're connected to that are probably going to be listened to it are probably going to go, oh my God, the grapevine. Yeah, of course. Um, by the uh, way, shout out to Missy if you're out right. there. So um, this lovely lady, Missy, she had multiple Drew fan sites over the years. They were all incredibly creative, mm -hmm. super unique, so much heart and effort went into them and uh the common consistent thing between them all was there was a message board called the grapevine mm -hmm. and that's where we all talked about drew and mm -hmm. forged so many incredible friendships that we still have to this day and a lot that we've translated into irl <laughs> yes absolutely Offline for like true real friendships yep so i think you and i were two of the most active users at one point it's very possible I, we, were, we were on it a lot yeah yeah we were on it a whole lot I actually just had another early memory about our oh, about here okay so on the and I you know my memory is not great but every once in a while something like <laughs> something pops out so I remember that for some reason Missy had pointed out that maybe that we both liked VC Andrews books does that sound familiar oh my god <laughs> Does that sound um, right? I mean, I definitely read them in high school and like have a lot of weird feelings about that now that I'm a grown adult. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe though. I it's definitely possible. I mean, it it was just something that I remembered kind of as one of the early like non-Drew connections. So here's the thing about the grapevine <laughs> is like the grapevine had active um what would you call them? Like sections of the message board. Yeah. So we had like a whole non-Drew section as yeah. well, where you could, you could write for advice. You could talk about a uh, different, like a band that you liked, like anything. Yep. And those were equally as active. I feel. Yeah. If not more, I mean, not really, but like at this time there was so much going on with Drew that someone was like breaking news. I feel like oh, every yeah. day it was like, she's on the cover of this. She's going to be on this. She's there's a Ugh. clipping of her in this magazine. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to step back to you mentioning like, yeah, at the time you would buy magazines that Drew was on and in. And one thing that I did then that I don't do now is I don't buy a magazine for a clipping. Right. Unless yeah. it's a really, really amazing clipping. It has to clipping. be really spectacularly yeah. rare photo, never printed anywhere else, like, which doesn't happen in magazines anymore this, anyway. It's just funny to think about, like, now things that became so common 
that I would have spent like $5 for the clipping. <laughs> yeah, like, that's I wild. mean, we can get into like clippings and doubles and all of this whole thing at some point. Yeah, we but should probably do an entire episode just devoted to that. That, would be, that would be really kind of fun. And, um, but yeah, so us actually meeting, do we want to kind of like, like talk about anything like how how it became like IRL yeah so we obviously as I said we were two of the most active members on that board uh I I definitely remember there was like a ranking system for like how often you posted and yes. you and I were like way at the top yes I don't think I was ever I think you you at one point might have been one of the admins and oh yeah. I don't yeah, think I was. I don't think I was. So it might have okay. been whether it was Well, I like, was older and yeah. more mature. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could handle that responsibility. Yes. yes. I, I don't remember who else was an admin, but I feel like you were an admin and then My, yeah. maybe Anita. Maybe. Uh anyway. Hi Anita. <laughs> Hi Anita. <laughs> we we could like seriously shout out 15 people off the top of our heads who oh. are grapevine members. It's yeah. just incredible. I mean, it might be kind of fun too. So like Two of my best friends are Ashley, the person I'm talking to on hey, this that's podcast. Me. <laughs> and uh, Jolina. Hi, Jolina. Hi, Joe. So Jolina and, Joe and Ashley. Is, like, oh my gosh. We spend so much time together in real life. Like this is not just an online friendship. It transcended no. that along like two decades ago at this point. And it's ah, that's crazy. It's, it's so fun to kind of like at some point being able to bring up to somebody like, actually, we were online friends. And yeah, because <laughs> we don't even think about that anymore. No. Like no. We met online. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So uh, we finally met in person in 2001. Yep. Summer. Summer 2001. Um, yep. Because we didn't live that far from each other. Uh, I was in Las Vegas, but I visited Southern California a lot. And you were yep. in Southern California. So yep. on one of my visits, we hung out. And then you came back to Vegas with me that was the same time yes I, th yeah. I think it was literally the same visit you were yeah. there and then we decided after we met that I should come back with you it was like <laughs> it was that I don't I don't, I don't I mean I think so well you but we flew I feel like we would have had to have planned that but well, I don't know this is like pre-9-11 so I mean, who knows yeah. what, <laughs> you probably just I were mean, like I'll just walk into the airport and get <laughs> on the plane with you <laughs> <laughs> like I remember I don't know I don't know what month we met I'm sure we could easily figure it that out it was July because I remember it was fourth of July when we were at my house but when did we meet in June is what I'm uh, wondering uh maybe the very like June 30th or something okay. like that so yeah. yeah that's how much like we trusted you know that this was totally like it was a legit friendship oh clearly. and when we were on the plane someone had left a copy of people <laughs> magazine in the seat and there was a picture of drew and we cut it in half <laughs> so yep. we would each get pieces yep yeah like and bff necklaces yep but bff drew clipping um really I still have that me too somewhere um it's really kind of funny how the grapevine kind of fostered true friendships and real like, special like everybody was very like-minded yeah, I feel lots of things in common, and there's just a real connection that happened among all of us. Yep, so cool. Okay, so that's pretty much our origin stories. I would say that that mm -hmm. kind of takes care of that. Mm -hmm. I think so uh, too. Okay, so every episode of How Do You Drew is going to be themed around 
um, maybe it's going to be something from Drew's filmography. Maybe it will be a certain photo shoot. Maybe we'll talk about one of her friendships. Like we have lots of, lots of, lots of topics we can cover. And since this was our first one and we talked about how we met and how we became Drew fans and because it was such a massive year in her career, we're going to talk about a year in review for 1998. And we decided to probably we need to split this up even <laughs> between yes. two separate episodes because there was just so much going on that year uh what a time to be a fan huh <laughs> I mean kind of nuts kind of yeah. nuts to think and um earlier when we were talking about fandom and like having 98 be such a like big year for her and um I don't know if I said it but it was such a like career peak oh yeah um, but it's crazy to think of how long ago that was. But also I remember kind of having this like envy over fans that were actively had actively recognized her like her coolness in the earlier nineties. Oh yeah. Yes. Like imagine if live we were <laughs> live, we were fans <laughs> in ninety-five. Yeah. Because I definitely was very aware of her that year. In fact, I even really really strongly remember seeing previews or commercials for boys on the side and really liking her voice. Like there was like oh. a couple things she did in there that I was just like, Oh, she's so cute. But then like moved on. I should have yep. been paying more attention. <laughs> yeah. Come on. What was wrong with you? I mean, we know plenty of people who, who were fans then yeah. and before that. In fact, many of whose collections we've since <laughs> like kind of taken we we, we have uh since acquired um but (laughs) anyway so yeah 1998 huge year for drew huge year for us (laughs) yeah what more do we need to say let's just end it there okay great episode good job (laughs) okay so we're just going to kind of go through chronologically some of the highlights of that year um starting in January, February, because Wedding Singer came out, I think it was Valentine's Day, 98. I'm almost positive. Yeah, I feel pretty sure about that. Um, If not, it was like right around it, you know, like maybe February 13th or something. Okay. And gosh, what it just was so different back then when someone had a movie that came out, I just feel like there was so much more promotional activity that that went on. I mean, you agree? I mean, or are we just not paying attention? I to think other I think there's two things. We're not paying attention, but also it's like it's the caliber of movie because I feel like the only time I see stuff in any way that would remind me of that is like when a Marvel I movie was comes just out. Gonna say that. Yeah, like I feel like the amount of promotion there used to be for like for any movie, like maybe any movie. I don't know. It just felt like. Because I was recording things from TV from oh, not oh, only yeah. Drew, we haven't but even like, touched on that. <laughs> yeah, like there, but it was just like I was recording so much, and I still have tons of tapes, and it wasn't oh, always just Drew. Like I was just like anybody oh, no. that I kind of liked, I had like yeah. Anytime anybody was in a commercial on a talk yep. show, like showing up on MTV doing yep. something, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but it's just like yeah, it's funny to kind of think back to how much promotion there was on top of like that there was like going back to the magazines it's just like how many magazines there were how many would how many magazines they would do like unique photo shoots for oh, how many right. magazines like i have no idea i mean really i think it's part of that we don't we're not paying attention to necessarily to like who's celebrities like popular right now. right now yeah yeah i'm curious to kind of consider that but i don't think that people are 
like get as much attention as they used to like there's so much more like there are so many more people who are famous or considered famous and also they're so much more accessible now through social media yes that they don't need to like go do a new photo shoot for 12 different magazines when a movie comes out maybe that too that too it's got to be part of it that too um which so kind of bums me out but anyway. no, but it, it also it also is like think of how um gosh we could talk about i'm not even going to get into it really but just think about the first time we would have seen anything of drew online that wasn't part of a promotional thing and i'm thinking about tom green oh about gosh. all of that early stuff when she That's was married to tom green i mean we'll really go fun to get into yeah and i this is something we don't have access to really anymore like i think oh, we might have some screenshots we have screenshots yeah but anyway we can get into this more um we definitely have to make a note to get into it i mean we will when we that go was I mean, that was like the precursor to social media. Totally. It was like he had a daily photo on his website every yeah. day. It was a new one. And Drew was in a ton of them for a while. And they're some of the coolest pictures. And it was like early Instagram. Like essentially. And it was like, he, I think there were even like just audio clips. There were video clips. There were videos. I get why she refers to him these days as a trailblazer. Cause like, yeah, he really was ahead of the time with that. I stuff. know. And I wouldn't, I didn't necessarily think about like how, I don't know. We don't have to get into that. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> okay. We'll save that. We'll save that for the Tom Green but, episode that but, eventually will be yes, happening. When, when, when Tom Green's on our podcast. Hi, Tom. <laughs> I know you're probably No, listening. he blocked us on Instagram. <laughs> What? Did I ever tell you that? He's blocked us on Instagram. I have no idea why. Well, Tom, if you're listening, we <laughs> deserve we, we deserve an explanation. Tom Green, if anyone, if anyone wants to reach out to Tom Green, let him know we're good people. And um, that we really appreciate his early work on his website. <laughs> we sure do. We want to talk to him about how, how much of a trailblazer he is. <laughs> All right. We've gone way off topic. Yes. <laughs> okay. So January, February, the wedding singer's coming out. And Drew's on TV a lot. Yep. Some of the things I think we're really familiar with, some of them we've probably seen on like somebody else's old footage tapes that we've yep. gotten to borrow. Yep. Like, for example, Dennis Miller. I bar I like barely registers in my head is what that was. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> the view. Like, those aren't things I had on my own tapes. Like, I definitely have barely seen them since. But yep. the things I had on my own tapes, I watched a lot <laughs> like yep. over and over again yep and at the aforementioned letterman and she had that beautiful corset and like silky skirt on do you remember this outfit I, I am blanking on it right now and i'm sure if i saw it um yeah you would totally be like oh Des, can, so can you actually show it to me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're gonna be like of course oh yeah oh yeah okay this is riveting audio is such yeah. great yeah. audio such and, great audio those red oh, lips she <laughs> that yeah she had corset. that lipstick that they made for the wedding singer do you remember that it was an urban decay lipstick called the wedding singer oh was she wearing, wearing it oh yeah yep oh her look here it took me so long to get to get that lipstick who knows i must have gotten it on ebay finally like years later yep do you want to stop sharing um sure stop okay um okay oh. of course of course of course of course it <laughs> sorry of course it and then um, do you remember love lorn on mtv with adam sandler so I can't, there was i can't remember the office was, the episode but 
Yes. Because there was Love Line, right? Yep. That was an MTV show. Yeah. But then Drew and Adam, Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler did a little special called Love Lorn. And it was the same idea where people were writing in like for advice and it's really cute and funny. Yes. Um, they also did like a VH1, like an 80s countdown show that I recently, somebody recently put that on Instagram and I was like so excited to see that again because it's really cute. Cool. So I know, I'll have to send it to you. Um, yeah. And that's all just in January and February. <laughs> or probably yeah. just February, honestly. Probably, uh, because it was all probably part of the promo. Very likely was. Yeah, um, it's probably all within a week. <laughs> yep. And like, I'm just looking at what else was early that year two like incredible photo shoots oh like really amazing photo shoots yeah um like okay so mademoiselle like i can picture the cover but i also am like what is that magazine so <laughs> you mean like like what is the what is that magazine i like, don't think truly, i ever yeah like it's just like remember. a woman's magazine right but, like did that like not exist like the next year i mean i don't <laughs> That's a really great question. I'm, I mean, it goes we'll off to topic again. <laughs> yes. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that is really funny beautiful. to think about, though. That and, but shoot. the only thing, there's only one picture inside, I think. One full page, and then that's it. I and think I, you're right. And also, I remember the end of the article is printed way in the back of the magazine. So on, annoying. Like, part of a page. <laughs> and I, like, highlighted it, which is so dumb that I did that. <laughs> At least I didn't cut it out, I guess. Or I might have done that too. Don't I probably miss did. It. <laughs> but it's okay, also but yes, like and the you know, it's so funny because almost I mean, I absolutely guarantee that those were done in late ninety seven, which is so weird because her look there does not say ninety seven to me at all. No. But uh ninety seven's kind of a weird year because she was doing Ever After for so long and like absent and then also that e-celebrity profile where she has the short brown hair that's like the only yes. time she ever had that hair yes I, I think that aired in 98 which would make sense it must have yeah and man did I that was like another one of those things that really I was like okay now I'm like really a fan because that really like had so many cool interviews with people so many great photos that they showed on that. God, mm. can we just, just can we just like take a second to just we can have like a silent moment for these biography the shows. <laughs> silent moment for Both. the '90s, you know, just like yeah. a little bow your head, but also like these biography shows. So like you were talking about celebrity profile, I can't help but like go back into um, biorhythm in my head. Oh, how, how do we not talk about biorhythm? That absolutely came out in '98, right? Like, I don't know what year it came out, but no, it, it had to have because it is bumping. <laughs> it is the best. It will forever go down as like the coolest, most original biography special about Drew ever. <laughs> the music. I'm just, I'm just laughing. <laughs> laughing about like, the music. Yeah, because there's Hollywood. <laughs> ho 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 Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> but then there was also like a part where they show her like either just pre or just post rehab and there's like a song yeah. that they use i can't even remember what it is right now but i think oh, well, i bet i could tell you okay <laughs> well but go on tell me more but all i remember is that we used to kind of like 
start to sing the song a little bit when we'd see like pictures of her from that time or something. <laughs> we had a lot of inside jokes about the music from Biorhythm. <laughs> I think Biorhythm just kind of became our mind's soundtrack when it came to anything that was Im- that was an image in that. <laughs> and it just like visually represented who she was so well at that time. Yeah. Uh, if anybody hasn't seen that, it was an MTV special. It was very brief, you know, less than half an hour. And they just put, there was no um, narration. Everything was just put to music. And it was really unique in original editing, the way everything was done. And it was just, I can't imagine anyone watching that and not like wanting to love Drew. Yeah. I also, <laughs> I don't know in my mind, I'm like, was there at least text on the screen? Yeah, there was text on the screen. So like a little, it almost looked like a, like a pop, label would show Like a up pop-up and, video? Mm, <laughs> less pop-up, more like label, I guess. Like, like a label maker label. Like okay, that, we're going to know? find some visuals for you all because yeah, yeah. it's such a cool thing. And this probably doesn't make sense to anyone who hasn't seen it. But I anyone know, who has seen it is like freaking out right now. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. So you mentioned Celebrity Profile. I had to get that in there. Yeah, um, we had to. And that wasn't on our notes because we can't remember everything all the time. But that yep. definitely came out in 98 because there's definitely clips from some of those movies. And there's nothing like never been kissed on. So yeah, another huge thing from that year. Yep. Yep. Um, and then one more thing. I know we got to circle back to photo shoots, but uh, she also guest starred as herself on the Larry Sanders show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which it's pretty hilarious it is uh (laughs) if anyone hasn't seen it she's herself and she's making a video for this talk show host this fictional talk show host and the guy who's filming the video says okay now do that thing you do where you lift up your top (laughs) she gets really (laughs) pissed off and offended (laughs) it's really brief but worth mentioning because it's pretty random like she doesn't she hasn't done a lot of stuff like that and I remember career. it being really short. It was like very short, less than a minute, a couple, a couple minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like very short. And it, it's really cute. Like I can picture it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, do so, we want to talk about detour at all? Yeah. We, I think we have to mention detour. Yeah. So that's one, like when we think about like hair, just like, because in that, for anyone who knows it, you would know she's wearing like a black wig in it. Or maybe um, two black wigs. I think there's two different two ones. Two different ones. There's but like a blunt blob and then like kind of a curly. That's frizzy. right. That's yeah. right. So it's the most unique, one of the most unique photo shoots she's ever done. Is it um, La Chapelle? Yes. Okay. So, so it's the second time she ever worked, I think second and last time working with him, which is crazy because they definitely did some really cool stuff together. Wow. Um. I know. Gosh, I wish there were more. But anyway. Yeah, so David LaChapelle <laughs> will definitely have to, like, put a preview of that. It's kind of crazy and, to think in my mind, like, 1998, um, for for that to not be recent <laughs> is somehow. <laughs> like, that that's so long ago? That it's so long ago that there are people who wouldn't More know alive? about it? <laughs> oh. Oh. Didn't even think about that. Either way, Detours was amazing. I mean, another cool thing, I feel like I'm right about this. I hope I'm not making this fact up in my head, but I believe it was the photos were all done um, in, in the place in France when she was filming 
ever after, which is I bonkers. Have a, if I you have looked a recollection at those pictures, of that too. Yes. You would never be like, this must be what she's filming ever after. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like she's got that dramatic makeup and they're just really cool. And it's also a very large magazine, right? It's definitely oversized. I wouldn't yeah. say it's like as big as interview magazine used to be, but okay. it's oversized, just even even mildly oversized, which kind of adds to the drama of it. Yes, that's so totally, that's a perfect way of describing um, it. It also like compared to Mademoiselle, so like Mademoiselle <laughs> had maybe one full picture, and I feel like Detour has like four or five. I think it's more than that. I okay, think it's, it's like six it's or just, seven chef's kiss it's yeah. like a beautiful beautiful the magazine itself was beautiful again what, what, magazines were really artistic and what happened to detour so i kind of want to know like yeah mademoiselle Na- mademoiselle just like i could almost relics. care less about but like detour <laughs> sorry mademoiselle <laughs> if you're listening it was more of a dime a dozen women's magazine i think <laughs> that's but true. detour was something special that's true um and then Man, we're still in January, February. So we're still at the very beginning of the year. She also designed for Planet Hollywood uh, a tank top that was for that to benefit the wildlife way station, which was a charity that she worked a lot with at that time to yep. uh, work with animals. Yep. And I totally remember I used to be really into Planet Hollywood. It's just like, <laughs> this is just like who I was at that time. And uh, we had one here in Las Vegas and it was like the most exciting thing in the world to me. And I remember being there and they had maybe like at the table, like a little flyer about that tank top. Aww. And I bought it in person, which is so cool to think about. But uh yeah, it's just such a cute design that she worked with um, the children's book illustrator Lane Smith. I believe that's right. I feel pretty good about that one. <laughs> uh, and it's that cool mermaid and just a really, a really unique little thing for a collector to have. It's you have way one, cool. right? I have a t-shirt. You have the t-shirt and I have the yeah. tank top. And I got that's mine later like I wanted it forever and ever and I got I it used much to later. wear my tank top I think I remember lot. you wearing it possibly I wish I, I don't have any photos in it that I can recall but I did wear it <laughs> I know I yeah, did I love that yeah that's really cool and okay, it was so sorry go ahead like moving on uh but kind of still in the sort of philanthropic is that the right word philanthropic <laughs> philanthropic thank you <laughs> uh so as we kind of move into March and April of 98, um, Drew was working also a lot with the Female Health Foundation, mm-hmm. which she started working with them in 96, but was doing um, college tours in 98, which is so cool to think about. If anybody out there happened to go to one of those events, Ooh. would love to hear about that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have like a handful of photos in our digital archives of that, but um she was just making appearances and talking about, she was promoting the female condom, which is not a thing That's anymore. Right. You know what? I think it might be, but I actually am not sure because there are so many different <laughs> types. Um, <laughs> was there a commercial or did she maybe just talk yeah. about it on something? No, okay. the commercial was in 96 because she has the black hair. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, she, I don't know, like what happened after 98? Like she just kind of... Maybe they didn't exist anymore as a organization. I'm not sure. But she was definitely doing a lot for them in that springtime. Which is so cool. 
I know. <laughs> like, Which, I mean, we could probably do a whole episode talking about like the different foundations that she's worked with over the years. That's totally. About. We totally could. Absolutely. Um, okay. And then most, I would say one of her biggest appearances of that year would be the Oscars. Would you and, agree? Like that's I pretty... mean, it's, it's big because she didn't really go to the Oscars a ton. No, that was hasn't... the first time she'd been there since 1983. So oh, that's no. insane. I'm sorry, 1989 when she was Corey Feldman's date. Okay. <laughs> but so still. that's just, I mean, you know, like we're talking about what almost, which is crazy. I'm about to say it was like almost 10 years later. Like that feels like it should be yeah. way longer, but it should feel like it should I know, be. but you know, she went through a lot in her career and that was 10 yes, years. And yes. I think it legitimized her in a way. I would, yep. would imagine she felt very um, respected to be asked to present. Yep. She presented the award for best makeup. That's right. And I think that look, so we did a, on our Instagram in March, we did a like March Madness style yeah. tournament of all the different looks that Drew has worn to events. And I was actually surprised that one didn't end up being one of the like absolute tops because to me, that look is, is about as classic Drew as you can get. Yeah. But I think, I wonder if it's because it's so emblematic of that year for us. Because it's like, it's no. the da- it's the daisies. You have the daisies, you have the glitter. Like. <laughs> You've got the dark, you know, dark red lips. You've got, her yeah. eyebrows are still a bit thin. Backless like, it's got dress. The, yeah, it's like, she's sexy and she's also the cutest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's just like, it's perfectly encapsulating 1998 Drew. And I remember she told somebody that she wore a dirt in her shoes that night to stay grounded. It's <laughs> <Aww. laughs> like- Come on, How Drew, Drew can you That's get? Like perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. And she went with Nancy Javonin. That's who she brought. That's right. Uh, you can, yeah, you can see her in the background of some photos. And she just like, I mean, yes, she was covered head to toe in glitter, but she truly like sparkled that night. Like, yeah, it's just uh, that's a special one. And I think really probably meant a lot to her to be there. And then she oh, went yeah. the next two years, which was so cool. Yeah. Okay, and then she also went to the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. And I don't I don't know what she was doing there actually. I don't know that I've ever even seen footage of that one. Does that I can't, seem familiar to you? I can't recall right now because I'm picturing I'm picturing something from ninety nine when I'm thinking about this. Yeah, because she also went to that like several years in a row. And I'm not and I don't think she got an award I think maybe she presented something gosh I feel embarrassed that I don't know this but there's pictures of her backstage and she's not holding an award so I'd imagine what was she wearing she's wearing that long black kind of blazer and a dress and she had a little like yellow flower in her hair oh yes yes I for some reason I was picturing 99 when she's also wearing a Wait, I'm thinking, picturing 99 Blockbuster <laughs> <wears>, Movie Awards. <laughs> same jacket, same jacket. <laughs> anyway, yes, of course I can picture it now. Um, I don't, I can't picture anything of her on stage. So you're right. Yeah, it's kind so of interesting. Hmm. Um, but, you know, award shows, it's also just kind of like, this is a time when Drew would have gone. Like she went to the Oscars. Yeah. She went to like yeah. other award shows. People just went to random award shows like Blockbuster Awards was a thing. Like <laughs> yep. and a bunch of people showed up. Yeah. And I think the Nickelodeon Kids Choice award still is a thing but of course that's not going to be our audience or we're not the audience yeah. for that anymore <laughs> and i wonder i wonder if that was like one of the first years it existed 
I would imagine it probably was. I have no I bet idea. that was a new thing at that time. But anyway, we don't I guess we can't speak too much on that because neither of us really knows what she what the fact she was doing there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um and so we had a couple magazines come out in that time. I already talked about Movie Line, probably enough to cover unless you want to jump in with anything about that one. I it's don't, a really great one. It's a really, really amazing one. Great their, photo shoot. Their articles were the best. Like every time she was in that magazine, which I think it was like five times, there's some of the best interviews and articles with the most information I have pulled that 1998 one so many times because of the way she talks about Scream. Oh, There's cool. stuff she says in there that I've never heard anywhere else. <laughs> it's just like, that's so they cool. were really good at interviewing. That's another magazine that like, oh, I was so it, into. And this makes me want to like have us pull quotes from like magazines when we talk about a year. Yeah. Like, I know that this is like, I'm thinking of this kind of too late for us to prepare one for this, but it would be really neat to like pull a quote, like okay, an example. We'll, we'll think ahead and prepare next time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I might edit this, uh, and this part of the conversation. People. Oh yeah. <laughs> well. teen, teen, it's fine. Teen people. Um, I'm trying to remember that cover. I'm totally blanking oh, on it right now. You're going to die. It's the Peggy Sor- uh, Sorota. Sorota? I'm not oh, sure how you say her last name. Of course. Of course. Yes. Oh my God. One oh, of the best that- photo shoots. So I'm sorry, that teen people doesn't have any business having that good of a photo shoot. <laughs> so that was only the second issue of teen people ever. The first one had Jennifer Love Hewitt on the cover because I got it and thought it would be a collector's item one day. <laughs> I mean, my 90s teen brain, I'm getting a lot of insight into <laughs> how that's weird really, I was. That's really good. <laughs> but yeah, that was the second one. And oh my god you're right like I feel like something like that now would just like reuse something old but I don't right? know maybe maybe I'm wrong I don't know that was I mean it's so playful it's so cute there's so many photos from it that were yep. printed and then we've seen a lot of great outtakes later on yep just got that crazy weird choppy wig which yep. like I think a lot of people don't realize is a wig but there's no way it wasn't based on what her hair was like at that time yep glossies in some of them oh my gosh it's so special and if if anyone doesn't know who flossy is that was her beloved dog and i don't know how we're going to encapsulate like everything that we're talking about i know and we're gonna it's gonna be a like a long that's why we're splitting this up into two different yes yes there's just so much that happened that year yeah and it's probably even more like huge in our brains because we were really paying attention and really excited about every all these movements yep like everything felt huge yep um okay and then she also went to australia her and adam went to australia and promoted Mm -hmm. things singer there and Mm -hmm. uh i don't think we know that much about it but there's so many great photos from it and she was definitely there for a while i know they went to planet hollywood there and uh did some sort of appearance and actually have I don't know if you remember this. This is like one of my weirdest eBay finds. I actually have her boarding pass oh. for, to fly from LA to Australia for that trip. I, I have no idea how I didn't, someone had that. <laughs> I didn't remember that you had that, but that's so random. So random. True ephemera. <laughs> yeah. 
like totally should have been thrown away. Someone kept it and now I have it. And now it's in the Jerseyum. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. And then the only other thing I have noted for this time was Ruby Wax, which felt like this rare, unattainable treasure to us for so long. Yeah. So is it British or is it? Yes. It's okay. British. Okay. Well, she's not British, but the show is British. Does that make sense? Okay. So I have was... no idea. Really? She's some sort of journalist, I guess. Sorry, Ruby Wax. If you don't really know what your background is. Maybe but we should have researched her. But she had a show and it had some amazing clips. And I don't well, think they filmed it at Flower Films, which like was her house, right? No, this was like the Flower Films on Sunset. Oh, 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 uh, oh, oh, oh. Same of course. Same one where Diary was filmed a few years later. And the same one where uh in 1999 the Marie Claire photo shoot with her bulletin board was done. Ruby Wax just had that access to her like personal world which was very unique at that time um but yeah we we didn't see that for a long time and I feel like our awareness of it was kind of like teased like people who had seen yeah. it were like or maybe oh my god like, like ruby wax so you need a copy of ruby in a wax. magazine or something <sighs> you know I it don't was, remember that's what I mean it was this like weird thing that like one day maybe we'll see it but also <laughs> Just... it was like ruby wax like my recollection is that she's like kind of eccentric and that it was yes. like like yeah they play um, like hungry hungry hippos in drew's office like it's a really <laughs> fun look into her uh, life at that time gosh i'm just thinking about like again all these like certain tv appearances or specials yeah uh, it gives you this feeling of nostalgia that's really hard to explain mm -hmm. yeah and there's so <laughs> many within like a, like a few year period that are oh so my great. god anyway we could go into that forever we could probably spend yeah. whole episodes on specific ones oh for sure We'll probably we'll have to we'll definitely have For to have sure. a whole episode devoted to like David Letterman appearances because oh god holy cow we could go yes. on about those hi Dave if um, you're listening <laughs> he certainly is I mean he's been <laughs> waiting for this moment <laughs> okay so we're we're gonna wrap it up because we still have um just a tiny bit so May and June of 98 Mm -hmm. um they're actually it was a little quieter because drew had started filming never been kissed mm -hmm. and so she wasn't like seen as much and when she was like you can tell her appearance is a little different mm -hmm. she's like definitely going more into the Josie grossy <laughs> kind of vibe uh, i mean not to say she looked bad or anything like that but you can tell she looks different um she and adam went to the united kingdom and germany to promote the wedding singer and she just like looks startling different from just a few months earlier mm -hmm. her hair is darker um and then she went to and i think this was the third year in a row no fourth year in a row that she went to a time for heroes mm -hmm. which was a pediatric aids benefit event it was like kind of like a carnival is that your understanding of it yeah because i can i'm picturing a couple of things so 95 there's like a picture of her next Ugh. to some kind of i mean you know the clipping yeah. um <laughs> uh, it's one of those like hits how strong yes. are you hit the mallet yes. on the and i yeah. think the <laughs> clipping is from like in style or something really basic yes but anyway, it's in a style she and... always did a feature on that event. Yes. Every yes. year they had photos from it. And the picture that we're talking about is Drew and Eric Erlinson. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really cute. So classic 95. 
Um, 96 really cute pictures of Drew <laughs> with black hair with holding like rubber duck rubber duckies. Rubber duckies. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. I'm not picture I'm not able to remember the 97 one off the top of my head. Um, so she had the really short baby bangs kind of like Jane magazine. Yeah. And she's wearing like a almost like a denim button up shirt. I don't know if it's denim, but it's like light blue. Okay. And then 98, you can tell she's filming Never Been Kissed at that time. She has like a little tiny side braid. She's just wearing a sweater and there's like pictures of her dancing with the guy who's dressed as Daffy Duck. Yes, yes, yes. Is she wearing like (laughs) kind of like a loose like brown sweater or something? Like kind of? Yeah. And just like jeans and like weird athletics. Like not her normal look at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and, is funny. And it's, uh, and that's pretty much it. Yep. And Never Been Kissed filming, like, it's, I have, like, these visuals in my head because of things that were released later of the right. behind-the-scenes pictures. We can talk more about those in the next episode or the 1999 episode, probably more likely. Or the Never Been Kissed episode. <laughs> oh, the Never Been Kissed episode. Yeah, that's, I was always also going to say, like, we're just touching on the wedding singer. We're going to, you know, we're touching oh, yeah. on. We'll have a whole episode about the wedding singer because like that was just, I mean, that's what started it all for me. And yep. it's definitely one of the highlights of her whole film career. Totally. It still holds up. I just watched it a couple of months ago with my daughter for the first time. Nice. She thought it was a little weird, but she, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like some of the humor was lost on her, but we'll have I'm... her come in and tell us what she thought of it when we talk about that episode. yes I was going to say I also want to make sure that Mila comes in and um tells us what her name for Drew's Cinderella was oh yeah we will do <laughs> so that so that's yeah, it that's so a little teaser don't tell her I know I won't say but she's okay. almost 13 so we thought it'd be fun up to once in a while have her come in and give the Gen Z uh, opinion on things. I think it'll be really funny when we talk about photo shoots because she's probably gonna be like, why is she smoking and all of these? <laughs> yep, yep. And also just, I mean, I can't help but think I was basically your daughter's age oh, when I was being impressed on by Drew. You know, That's like- so weird. I might've been 14, but it's still like, it's so It's so close. close. It's, oh wait, no, yeah, I would've definitely... been 13. I was literally 13. Wow. She's not interested in anyone. To, like, she's not going to be cutting out pictures. Like, she likes Billie Eilish. So I'll, yep. like, take pictures of her out of a magazine if I find it. And she's like, oh, thanks. What am I going to do with this? I'm like, what? Oh, I don't understand you. <laughs> I, I think that's generational, but also, I'm so curious. Do kids collect magazines anymore? I just doubt it. I just doubt it. With the internet, I think it's changed everything. Yeah. Anyway, okay, we're going on a tangent, but so that pretty much wraps up the first half of 98. Yeah. I'm going to be really embarrassed if there's something obvious that we forgot. (laughs) Feel free to let us know. (laughs) Corrections corner. Sorry for stealing that, that segment from another podcast. That might be trademarked. We might have to come up with our, there's got to be a Drew pun in there somewhere. (laughs) We'll find one. We'll find one. You know what? Please correct us. Please ask us questions. Please, you know engage we want we would, you know. we're definitely happy to like we're gonna read listener mail we would love to have that be a part of this experience we mm-hmm. want to interact with you guys uh we're that's part of the fun like we don't want to just be talking into a void we even started, though that's fun too i guess we started <laughs> as a community so we yeah. want to make sure this feels like a community like we're oh really, i love that yeah so true okay so uh we're gonna come back 
with a second episode that wraps up the end of 1998 because there's still so much that we haven't touched on. Mm -hmm. So much still to go with that year. Uh, We haven't even talked about the fact that she was sort of with Luke Wilson at that time. So maybe we'll talk about that in the next one. Yeah. I know she has said that he broke up with her during filming of Never Been Kissed. Oh, she said that like in recent years, but we didn't know that at the time they were very on and off again for a while there. But uh, yeah, we didn't really talk about his existence because he didn't really he didn't go with her to any of these events. They must have been kind of off again at that time. Yeah, they must have been <laughs> because he, I can picture he stuff shows from up 97. by the end of the year. Yeah, <laughs> yep. absolutely. So, yeah, we'll get into Ever After. We'll get into Home Fries and all the other things that went on at the end of that year when we're we come back to you next time. Yeah. So wow, Drewbies, thank you for tuning in our first episode. It's so exciting. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, both at how do you drew pod. And um, make sure you send listener mail, whether it's questions or comments or corrections or cheers to <laughs> how do you drew pod at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Thank you. Bye. How do you drew podcast is brought to you by Ashley and Anne from the Our theme song is by our dear friend, Matt Costa. Thank you for listening and see you next time.